The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition-era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor, strength and body you are looking for in that moment when you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch simple yet substantial tobacco talent time roma craft tobacco the after show the, the after, after show. show it's the after show everybody the show after the regular cigar authority show and here we are and with us we have a special guest uh, maybe the first time ever on a podcast, this is certainly a cigar podcast, Hendrik Alexander Kellner. Welcome aboard. Thank you for having me, David. And you are the son of Hanky Kellner. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the interesting thing is that I know your brother, Hendrik Kellner, uh, your father, Hendrik Kellner, and there's a father and son in a lot of things, and they name them the same, but you have a brother with the same name as yes. you. Is that a regular mm-hmm. thing that that happens in your culture or or what? Uh, well, yes, I think even here in America, you see a lot of people naming their children and junior. George so. Foreman. George mm-hmm. Foreman's the only one I can think of that has a whole bunch of George Foreman sons, yeah. but usually one. How how is it that there's there's two yeah. sons and with all three years in the room, and somebody says Hendrick, and everybody says what? <laughs> So there's my father, he's Hendrik Kellner. Then his first son uh, was Hendrik Kellner as well. So he goes by Hendrik Kellner Jr. Okay. And then uh, five children below right. is me, and I'm Hendrik Alexander. And they, so, that's what they call you, Hendrik Alexander? or they just Most people just call me Hendrik, yeah. but in the family, maybe Hendrik Alexander. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But not you're not the third? Or... No, it, it gets confusing because... The son of Hendrik Kellner Jr. is Henrik Kellner. And I also have a cousin called Hendrik Kellner. The son of Hendrik Kellner Jr. is Hendrik Kellner also? Hendrik Kellner. You, yes. you have a, you have, so he's your cousin. He's your uh, nephew. He's my nephew. He's your nephew, and his name is Hendrik Kellner. Yes. Wow. Okay. I have a cousin. His name is Hendrik Jose Kellner. Kellner. And he had a son called Hendrik Jose. Wow. And we call him Hendrito, and yes. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of choices that he could make, and uh, it's amazing. Yeah. Anyway, um, so your dad, I've been friends with your dad for over 30 years, and um, uh, what a, uh, an icon in the cigar industry, and um, you know, known for Davidoff, of course. Avo, I don't know if you even know, and he's, he told us on the show one day, uh, formerly of Ashton, Mm-hmm. That your dad used to make Ashton years ago. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, most people don't know that, but um, you, your dad, um, when Davidoff left Cuba, ended up coming to the United States, and um, Davidoff said, "Okay, um, he's the guy." He heard from a lot of people that he's the guy, and then it was you know many things after that he ended up doing. Um, I don't know the first time 
I met you. I don't know if you remember this, but I went to the Dominican Republic. And your, dad, your dad asked me to stay an extra day and uh, pick me up in the car. And you guys were in the car. And uh, he said, I want to take you to see something. And it was bowling because it was a brand new bowling alley that first ever in the Dominican Republic, and he wanted to show me bowling, which I bowled my whole life at that point, and he was so excited to show me, but then teaching you how to bowl uh, that day. You were a little boy. I must have been, I don't know, five, right. six mm-hmm. years old. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I probably was bowling with the boarders. Yes. <laughs> and rolling up. So was Dave. So it was <laughs> perfect. You guys could use the same lane. Uh, is that bowling alley still there? Actually, no. No? It is closed Yeah. nowadays. Okay. It's a shame. So many birthday parties were celebrated yeah. in that alley. And, and looking at the bowling alley, which a lot of children go to and things, but the sign on the bowling alley was the beer. Presidente beer was the big sign on the bowling hmm. alley. Uh, a lot of beer drinkers in bowling. Yeah? Yeah, Close I suppose. Bowling. Sure. And sure. Hellraisers? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, talk about a tobacco family. Um, you know, uh, not only uh, is it is it your dad, but your two brothers, um, Klaus Peter and Hendrik, mm-hmm. both have their own cigar factories now. Yes, um, Hendrik uh, he has Kellner Boutique Factory, yes. which uh, we were saying won the award for best for he does he does Aviator private yes. label. And it won in Dortmund, it won the award for Best Boutique, Boutique Dominican cigar. cigar. Yes. Yes. And also we have Klaas Kellner. He is the fourth child yes. of my dad. And he recently, he announced in April, he was, annou- he was opening his own cigar factory. Yes. Called Kellner Cigars. So they're operating. Mm-hmm. You've been there. They're yes, already operating, making up cigars, but have not put anything out yet. Yes. Yeah. They're making them. Yeah. You go there and you see them rolling. And but it's all going to storage, and well, soon. Okay. How much d- you're sitting at the dinner table with your dad? How much discussion of tobacco is there? Because I would imagine uh, this guy—he's your dad, so you just probably look at him as dad. If I was having dinner with him, I'd have every question in the book about making cigars, tobacco. Does he talk about that stuff at the dinner table, or <laughs> is he just a regular dad? And whatever you, you got going on in college, that's the discussion. Day by day, I think. It's just normal family talk. But when, now that my brother opened his cigar factory, yeah, every moment that he can, he's like asking questions mm. to my dad. And so constant <laughs> cigar talk. I mean, it's used to it. It's part of the family talk, I would say. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. and, and Klaus has this new cigar. Uh, I remember reading the press release on it. The idea of that is to make cigars for other people, not that the, he's going to make a Kellner brand mm-hmm. as of now, or am I wrong? For now, yeah, he's only doing private labor. Yeah. And not mm-hmm. announcing yet who that first one coming out of the gate is. Not yet. Okay. <laughs> I drove up here with him, and I asked him, and I got no answer. So huh. just trying one more time. But it'll come out soon, uh, maybe at the mm-hmm. trade show that's coming in, in uh, March. Don't get yeah. yourself in trouble. Don't let him bully you. Um, so uh, I can say one thing for my other brother, Hendrik. Yes. Um, I'm working currently with my nephew, Henrik Kellner, and yes, Henrik Kellner. Yes. Um, he, so he's my nephew. <laughs> Who else but, would uh, it be other than <laughs> He's my nephew. He's one year younger than me, and we are currently uh, working on 
launching our own cigar. Wow. Huh. Yes. So, and, oh my God, imagine that. You, you, three of your sons are going to have their own companies huh. that are doing it. Now, your brother, Hendrik Kelma, who owns the factory, has mm. Hendrik Kelma, you, and your nephew, Hendrik Kelma, going into the factory and make a cigar. All three are named Hendrik Kelma. Huh. Yes. So this is like the... The show, this is my brother, Hendrik, and this is my other brother, Hendrik? And, correct. And nephew and father? And exactly, also father, because <laughs> <Yeah. so laughs> my father is obviously also involved in this. Yes. And, well, not, it's us, but we also like talking with him. And this is going to be an extension to the Henke line. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's going to carry the Henke name. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Why, why wouldn't you just call the cigar Hendrick, and then everybody's covered? <laughs> yeah, and trademark infringement with uh, Hendrick's it, gin. Uh. No, but with each one of them or something, isn't that something? And and how soon can we expect to see that? Well, we're working on it. We haven't even uh, decided on the final blend yet. I brought okay. some cigars. All right. For us to try and Beautiful. right after this, <laughs> I want your opinion on do. it. All right. So we're gathering opinion on it. But your dad had. He's tasted it. My dad has tasted it. All right. And so mm -hmm. I, I went to your brother and um, uh, Hendrik, <laughs> of all people, and uh, <laughs> had him do the Red Anchor. Mm -hmm. And Klaus was there, and your dad was there, and I asked for a certain thing, and I showed up, and the certain thing that I wanted was there, and he had six different little piles of cigars and he said, number four is the one you want. That's what I made. So if you want to try it. So I tried number four. And I said, perfect. It's the exact thing I want. And he said, now put that cigar down. I want you to smoke number one. This is what I want you to have. Mm -hmm. And here's why. And I said right away, no, because this is not the wrapper I wanted. This is not whatever. Mm -hmm. He said, this is what I want you to have, smoke this one. <laughs> you imagine the balls on Dave arguing with the living legend. But, I, or but I ordered, I ordered. You don't argue with the guy. I ordered a steak and you gave me chicken, right? So, so enjoy the chicken. So, no, you ordered chicken at a steak restaurant is what you did. <laughs> yeah. And the guy's like, no, we do steak well. And that's when it comes to me that it was so much better than what I wanted. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's not what I wanted, but it is great, and I will go with what you're saying It's number one. But I still want number four someday. <laughs> so write it down because <laughs> I want it because I liked it. Mm. It was very good. It's exactly what I wanted. And he said, now I want you to smoke number two. Well, why do you want me to smoke number two? Because number two is a cross between what you wanted and what I wanted, leaning more towards what he wanted. And I had that. Then he said, smoke number three, which is closer to what you wanted, but what I want. Like, he's acceptable on anything here, just trying to make it better. And then we went from number five and six was extensions from his going down. And I said, and I smoked them all. And I said, number one is the answer. And he said, that's the right answer. And he's right. <laughs> and uh, it, it just so... Because that's what they did their whole life. That that's what you have in you, and you know who Ed's right and who am I to end up, you know, going against what it is? But I knew I wanted what yeah, I Ed, wanted. You're, you're right. You're right I in your, I your your argument. That wasn't me or anything. Yeah. <laughs> do you uh, anyway? Do you 
when you're working on a blend, is there a Kellner mindset in the blending of tobaccos and in putting out a final product? Or is it each generation just kind of comes up with their own thing based on what they like? Well, I feel like you kind of have to think about, because we came up, we stumbled upon this same situation. We have like seven different blends. How do we go? And because the more blends you do, the more confusing you get and you kind of forget and you have to write things down to not forget. But we first started with, for example, the cigar that we're doing is going to be a smaller format. And it's something that's not in the smoking jacket. It's going to go on the smoking jacket line. Okay. And it's something that's that's just your brother's brand. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it's something new is going to be smaller. And we want it first, like medium bodied, something that can be enjoyed by both like new generation of cigar smokers. He is 21. Okay. You're 22. I'm 22. All right. Wow. Talk about getting in early. Oh, my God. (laughs) Jesus, I'm glad he said that. I was getting ready to card him with that cigar. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so now take your sister into this, Monica. She's the one that grows the tobacco. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yes, uh, Monica Kellner. Yeah. Uh, you see a lot of the smoking jacket line has her tobacco. And we already decided that the wrapper that we're going to use and the binder is going to be grown um, by my sister. Wow. So, Talk about a family affair mm-hmm. here. Of, it's unbelievable. And is Klaus jumping in and helping you too and giving his opinion? He's busy with his. He's busy with his. <laughs> oh, you got to help your brother out here or whatever. But uh, For sure, we're going to get his opinion though. We're okay. So got to leverage all the options. Yeah. You are yeah. up here because uh, you are staying in Boston because you're in college, your third year. Yes. In college mm-hmm. in Boston. I did. I go to Holt International Business School. Uh, you picked me up from there. Sure. Um, it's in Cambridge. Um, it's, it's a private business school. It opened, it was founded in 1964. Uh, grew, gained a lot of fame because the president of the Dominican Republic did his postgraduate study oh, there. All right. So you see a lot of Dominicans in that university. Okay. And but, you did mm-hmm. your first year there, then the second year you went to England? So, yes. Hold, the same university has a campus in London. So my second year, last year, I was in London. Okay. And that was a great experience. I love the cigar industry there as well. Oh, good. And mm-hmm. here you are, third year back. You're going to go four years? Mm-hmm. Four years. Next year, I graduate. Uh, and then you're, you're putting your toes in the water here with the cigars. Do you think mm-hmm. that's where you end up? This is business school, <laughs> which is great. We had that mm-hmm. conversation on the way up here that, you, you know, learn business is important no matter what, you, what business you're going to get into. Mm-hmm. My dad jokes that we're not a very creative family. Because we all go into tobacco. Mm. Out of six children in total, uh, four of us are uh, working in tobacco in some way or another. All like in our own ways, but we all end up working in tobacco. Who is known in your family for having the greatest palate? The greatest palate, my dad. <laughs> for sure, right? <laughs> He's unbelievable. But it's sometimes it, sometimes that carries on into another generation and you go, all right, so uh, Hendrik third here, his palate you know, he's going to be able to be something as far as being able to differentiate tobaccos. I didn't know if there was one rising star where it's like, all right, this, this kid's got it. Hmm. I mean, maybe you can be genetically superior. I don't know, like you, David, <laughs> but um, I think you also need a lot of experience. No one's ever accused David of being genetically <laughs> superior. <laughs> in anything. I saw, I saw Hanky smoke a cigar with Hanky that he never saw before unbanded. And he, 
explained the tobacco, which was a very complex cigar with diff- five different tobaccos in it, of each tobacco that was in it, and then said, do you mind if I stop smoking now and dissect this? And he took it apart, and he broke it into the And before he did that, he said, this tobacco is going to burn for this amount of time, yes. and this one's going to burn for this amount of time. I watched him do it. it unbelievable. Un- unbelievable. It, 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 it's almost like a magic trick. It's No, that it can't be true, but I knew the answer to the thing and he nailed it he knew the farmers that raised yes. the tobacco he knew that that's that signature flavor from each he, of the leaves he called one of the tobacco farmers which was a very unique tobacco that isn't available to anybody in peru mm-hmm. and he said there's peru in this and i said there is and he says how is that that he let me make a phone call and he made a phone call and he's talking in spanish i don't know what he says and he says okay and he says, oh, he sold a little bit to your friend and ended up making a cigar. And I'm like, but you tasted it. Like, almost like a chef would taste a certain amount, certain food. And then yeah, say, taste oh. the sauce and said, oh, you, you made this with Roma tomatoes. What? Right, right. It's unbelievable. And uh, so this is what you, when you say you're sitting around the kitchen table and now the questions are starting to come in, mm-hmm. that he was your dad the whole time, but your brother's asking questions he never asked before mm-hmm. because now he's in it and says, oh, mm-hmm. this is the guy that has the, that, that can tell. Yes. Teach me how to be able to tell this. <laughs> um, it is an amazing thing. And he, your dad is a legend of this. I mean, he, at the end of this, if there's somebody that you say, okay, tobacco, people of the world that ever was there, it's your dad. He's so, on the Mount Rushmore for yeah. sure. So mm-hmm. as a child, I wonder, my, my dad was a mailman, so it, it, it doesn't associate to the business that I'm in, that I had to live up to that. Do you think that that's going to end up being a, an issue that I expect more from you because mm-hmm. of who your dad is. Mm-hmm. If you were just a cigar maker, you're a cigar maker, but you're not, you're Hendrik Kellner, mm-hmm. so when I'm going to smoke this cigar... If if it's just okay, it, that would normally be okay for anybody. But I'm already expecting more from you. Mm-hmm. It's a shame. You're 22 years old, but I expect more only because who your father is. There is certainly an expectation, and I feel like I know that naturally. Like yeah. the cigar that I'm doing with my nephew Henrik, it's it's gonna have the name of my father. It's in honor of him. Yeah, and. This cigar has to be good. It has to be. <laughs> it can't. It's our first cigar, but it has to be good. Yeah. Um, you so, have a one time of a first impression, and here it comes, right? <laughs> so there is that expectation, but I would also, for me, like I don't think too much about it. I feel like it also comes naturally. Yeah, and you're going to do the best you can uh-huh. do, and that's what you're going to do. And it, mm-hmm. it, It's the first time out, but oh, my God, what, what, what's something to do? Okay, do you remember Avo? Yes, of you, course. You knew him, and, and you've met him, and... We have his piano in our house. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't play it, but class plays it. <laughs> All right, so are you into music? Um, I play, had piano classes, but yeah. not recently. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's get into some beautiful music with Avo. From moments worth remembering to stories worth telling and notes worth savoring, Avo Cigars. Lyrics of top charted songs. Can you guess the name of the song and the artist from the wrong lyrics or even the right ones? Avo Cigars. All right, grab your little buzzer there. Make, make sure that. I got to turn that on. Yeah, turn it on in the bottom. Turn it on? All right. It says on off switch. Oh, I see it. 
Okay. Uh-oh. I'm nervous. I don't think. Don't be yeah. nervous. If which, you, which generation are we doing? <laughs> it's it's, it's Dave, so it's going to be old music. Yeah, you you're just not gonna turn your it. buzzer off. You're not going to get it. It's it many, many years before you were born. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but if you do know the answer, just hit the buzzer, and whoever right. gets it first is going to answer, and then it's a free-for-all at that point. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Okay, I'm going to say the words to the lyrics of a song, and you tell are, me. Are these incorrect lyrics? These are correct lyrics. Ugh. the hell is going on? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, answer it, and then t- and tell me who the artist is also, mm-hmm. the name of the song, and who the artist is. Spare him his life from this. Bohemian Rhapsody, and it's Queen. Monstrosity. It is correct. I, I thought we did Bohemian Rhapsody just a short time. Probably. Did you, you never did. You never did. Did you know the answer to that? I should have. I feel like I should have. Yeah. <laughs> you knew that in the Dominican that song existed. Well, they had Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. Wow, I smoked you, Ed. Well, you answered well, the I question before the question was asked. Again. Huh? I'm sure we we did it on a misheard, I think. Yeah, I'm sure we did. We didn't. I have all the, the past. That doesn't mean anything. Which queen did we already do? I don't know. Do I have to go through this no, now? No, you don't. I don't have to go through. Um, all right, so it's, it, it is decided you're going to be, well, first off, you're, you're coming out with a brand, so you're in, but um, will there be other parts of your life that you'll get into? Through, it's, it's early. Mm-hmm. You're, you're three Three years in, you got to yeah. make a decision, right? It's still early. You never really know. <laughs> but it is something that I grew up with it around me. And I feel like it's an end goal to return back home. Yeah. It's an end goal. For now, you know, I'm right now gaining as much experience as I can in all sorts of fields. I have worked in retail. My brother, class, he had a shop in Puerto Plata, mm-hmm. yes. a cigar shop. Yeah. And I've worked in that store. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. So that was a good experience. Very important. Uh-huh. Um, but I've also done other things. Uh, last summer, I was um, working for the Dominican Embassy Whoa. as a summer internship. And okay. That has not, it doesn't have to do with cigars, but in, I went to some cigar events and helped out to do okay. some cigar events. So there are many ways you can go about it in All the right. cigar industry. Right. I think the thing that's missing from your family legacy is promotion, uh, being able to hype up the cigars, because there's no question that your family makes some of the best cigars. Cost it. Cost it for Davidoff. He, he did it for somebody else, but it's missing as far as boosting that family legacy up to the next level. And maybe that's a place while you're in business school that you look at the, the marketing and the promotion part of it. Um, it we have an expression in the cigar store that you sell the sizzle, not the steak, right? Mm-hmm. It's a cigar. Everybody expects that you're going to make a great cigar, but why should they smoke your cigar versus smoke a different cigar? And that may be a piece that you look at in your final uh, years in, in college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, marketing Definitely. is everything. It's, it's it is. As you see, it's, uh, and we discussed some of this of what's the box going to be like? How many cigars are going to go in there? These major decisions of, of, of what ends up happening there. Um, what do you call the size? What's the story behind it? But the legacy of your father is a, a big one. 
That's mm-hmm. a big one. Like, who doesn't want to try this cigar? It's not even out yet. Uh, who doesn't want to try it? I do, and I'm going to get to that <laughs> in just a minute. Uh, so you smoke cigars. Um, you've seen a lot of cigars that you, your family has put their f- footprint on. Um, mm-hmm. What do you like of the best? What's the best of what you've had? Your personal mm-hmm. palate. All right. Well, growing up, is all, it was always Davidoff. Yeah. So I definitely like a lot of the Davidoff cigars. Yamasa Davidoff okay. is a great one. All right. Um, um, I think right now is my second favorite. And also like the Yamasa Farm produces amazing yeah. tobacco, the wrapper there. Um, I would say I'm biased. And I'm not doing it for promotion, but my current favorite cigar would probably be the Hanky that yeah. um, my brother does. Sure. Because that was like for my father, and my father is like a cigar that my father would enjoy and would normally smoke. And he does. And he does, and I love that cigar. Yeah, That's good. So what you're making should be in that characteristic of mm-hmm. it, right? Of something you, you want to make yeah. something your dad's going to enjoy, right? Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Something Beautiful. that my dad enjoys, something that my nephew and I can enjoy as well. Right, so, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. if, if uh, you know, you, you should blend yourself personally because you, when, you, when you're out there trying to sell the cigar, you better be smoking it too. So <laughs> uh, imagine not liking it. I mean, that'd be crazy. Of, because sometimes people make cigars. I've done it. I make cigar brands, full-bodied cigars that I don't like full-bodied cigars. And I make the brand because I'm thinking of somebody else, but, uh, you know, especially on the, on the first go around. Um, so in college, are you finding, um, people your age are getting into the cigars? Do they know who you are and what your, your story? Mm-hmm. Well, well, back in high school, I feel like it's, that's to a certain extent, it's inevitable to yeah. <laughs> know about cigars and that I come from a cigar family. Right. My birthday, which was July 4th. Actually, Fourth of July. Yes, I was almost George Washington. Calvary. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I celebrated in a cigar lounge. So all my friends went into cigar lounge. Whether you smoked or not, okay, it was in a cigar lounge. But I find that this generation, my generation, I feel they're very interested. All right, in cigars. That's good to know. That's good mm-hmm. to know. We're looking for the future. You know, where vape didn't mm-hmm. exist before, and it seems like people are vaping, you know, a younger generation of vaping, um, and it takes usually, in their 30s, you start seeing people start graduating into mm-hmm. cigar stores, is what I'm seeing, but I would love the younger generation. Mm-hmm. How about women, girls? Women? Oh, that's a bit. <laughs> are they do, getting into mm-hmm. cigars, young girls? I, ha- I do know. I have a lot of good girl friends yeah. <laughs> who, who are into cigars. So, are into it? Yes. All right. Again, like in a casual setting, you might see uh, a lot of vapes. A few cigarettes are going down, I would say. Um, At least in culturally, in the American Republic. Uh, But you see a lot of interest. People see you with a cigar, and it's, whoa. Like, you look, you immediately stand out. Yeah. And you you stand out also because it's it's time-consuming. Right. You normally don't have time for to take one out in a casual setting. You have to make time to smoke a good cigar. So definitely you stand out a lot, and I feel like you can also identify with the cigar, which is something that with a vape, you don't really do. All right. We're all going to be watching you. We're Mm -hmm. all going to be watching uh, Hendrik Hendrik Alexander Kellner Mm -hmm. and see where his future goes. And uh, here it is. Thank you for doing this with us. Your first interview? 
Yes, actually. It's first unbelievable. Podcast. Very good. I think Class, my brother, his first podcast was also Really? Here. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. Historic. <laughs> all right. And certainly your dad's yeah. been on many times, so uh, mm-hmm. we'll get the whole family. And get, we, yeah. <laughs> so that is it. Uh, that is it for the after show. We'll catch you Saturday on the Cigar Authority. Stick the lid end in your mouth. You might like it. You won't. Thank you, David. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.